They want me dead. They've already seized my hidden bank accounts, and now the bastards are tearing my mansion apart. Sherry. Still, I am Millennium. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where some number of dudes in their 30s talks about anime. And this Badinsky is your knight in shining armor. It's Andy. <laughs> you said butt. I made <laughs> you say butt. <laughs> but. And I take what I want in a non-creepy way. I'm Bill. That's, I'm glad you mentioned in a non-creepy way. <laughs> well, I mean, I had to fix it when you wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's true. I guess I didn't write that. I, I did not know you were going to say that. <laughs> hey, guy. Hi. How's it going? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes that's all we <laughs> I, can ask. I cannot say that enough. I am here. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, it is August. It is close to starting work again time. I'm not looking. I mean, I am, but I'm not at the same time looking forward to that. Um, I've been doing schoolwork this week. What the hell? Yeah, school starting up is going to be a thing. Uh, <laughs> my work is a big cluster. I can't get parts and random-ass random ass shit's going wrong. And and now all the school's printers are going to break. Yes, it's going to start up bad when schools come back. Glad that I could keep you in business. Yep, and I've missed quite a bit of work this week already, so... <laughs> That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm hosed. It's, you'll figure it out or you'll join a cult in the middle of Iowa, perhaps, to get away from it all. Who knows? No, because then I have to work on their machines that are our oh, machines. that's true. That's true. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could find enlightenment, though, instead. Maybe I can start drinking heavier. There you go. Maybe you write a book called, like, Zen and the Art of uh, Copier Repair. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because oh. I'm the guy to tell you about Zen. <laughs> You're the guy that tells about gin. Yeah, well, no, nah, I'm not really into clear liquor. That's fair. No, that's fair. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm into? <laughs> Don't even fucking stop it. Stop it. Stop it right now. I will tell you. Don't answer. I am into finishing up a long-running season of a podcast that all every season seems to last longer and longer. We're going to be reviewing episode... 25 of Gungrave today, which is titled Then. So is the last episode now? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't remember, but I don't think so. Piss on them then. Piss on them. <laughs> uh, but before we do all of that, first of all, this was a Josh week. Uh, Josh could not be with us this week. So I have taken the reins and I've written some nerd notes. Nerd, nerd notes? I've nerd. written some notes. <laughs> Time for our new segment, Nerd Notes. Nerd, nerd Notes. Nerd. That's, oh, Lord. Um, no, I've, I've written notes over the episode, so we'll we'll go over episode 25. But before we do that, 
Let's try again with this little segment I like to call Nerd News. I don't hate Nerd Notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Spark Notes, <laughs> but but nerdier. I think it, Tasting Notes for Nerds. <laughs> yes. The, the purple ones have a delightful... <laughs> <laughs> Although superficially grape, uh, a flavor really more derived of purple. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. Hey, Bill. Yes. Can I, I can I come clean about something? Um. Okay. <laughs> um. I I recently cheated on you. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you play D and D with somebody else? No, no, no. I I oh, okay. do that. Um, okay. No, I wouldn't do that to you. I, I I love you too much for that. No. Um. I was on another anime podcast just recently. We're the Josh of of. Uh... Anime podcast. We have people on it all the time. That's true. We're 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 quite the polyamorous relationship here on this podcast. We're poly polycaterist. Poly polycaterist. Polycasterist. That's what it's trying to be a name of a podcast if it isn't TM TM TM. Pay me if you want it. Um the, uh, I'm gonna go buy that URL right now. No, I'm not. Um so so it was a special guest on the Weekly Weebs podcast, uh, which is another anime podcast based out of uh, around the area in which we live. I'm on a Facebook group for Anime Iowa, have been for years when I went used to go back to that con, you know, periodically. And uh, I saw a post about uh, anime podcasts or something, and I responded to it and got to talking with one of the hosts for a while. And he just up it and said, hey, you want to join me and the rest of the crew for an episode and i said sure uh so i was on uh their most recent episode which actually dropped today on their feed which we're recording this on the 3rd of august um so uh it's already up on our social media uh if you haven't checked that out you can head to our facebook facebook.com slash tuning japanese and go find that i'm going to also post the listing over on our twitters haven't done that yet um but yeah had an absolute great time um they Kind of treated it like more of an interview segment, um, talking to me about the podcast. Um, so got a chance to talk about what we do on the show, talk some shit about Josh a little bit. <laughs> uh, we we kind of talk shop a little bit about you know the the idea of like podcasting in general. They asked a lot of questions about how I got into anime. So I talked uh, a, a little bit about Sailor Moon. I talked quite a bit about representation in media. Got into a, a tangent and, and talking about like LGBTQ plus representation, uh, which was really fun to talk about. Uh, and just generally had a really good time uh, with them. They, they were very gracious hosts. Uh, and I am very thankful for getting a chance to check out their show and be a part of it so uh, again it's the weekly weebs podcast i'll put a uh, note in the episode description for this one for that episode uh and you can uh go listen to it i, I will have to do that then yeah uh, go check that out and uh, if you are listening to this episode right now and you enjoy anime and you want to listen to uh that interview and that discussion uh, you can go listen to that episode. Uh, they are kind of more in the traditional vein where they, every week they bring a whole anime like season or series and they, they break down their thoughts on an entire anime. So kind of similar to my anime podcast in that way. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, very gracious people, very good people. Glad that I had the opportunity to talk with them. So go check out the Weekly Weebs. I look forward to hearing you. All right. Uh, that's my big nerd news this week. Uh, it's just self-promotion. Uh, 
Do you, do you happen to have anything geeky? What What's in your geek notes? Your nerd notes? QuadCon was this weekend. Um, yes! In Davenport, Iowa. Yep, yep. Um, and I got to meet uh, some cool people. Yes. First off, uh, you purchased some artwork, as as did I. Yes, I did. The Twi Imp Artist. Yes. We should definitely put a, a link to her. I will put a link to her in the show notes below. She is a very, very talented. Incredibly talented. Um, I bought an original of Vash the Stampede. Yep. Uh, that is up on our social media. If you haven't had a chance to see that, you can go over to Facebook and check out that uh, a picture of that image, uh, of that drawing. Really good. You bought some yourself? Yeah. Um, I got uh, some of her prints. Um, I got a um, Sailor Chibi Moon with the two cats, Luna and Artemis, that I thought was really cute. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Chibi Usa, but I thought the just... Anything with the two cats, I have to, I have to get. I absolutely adore Luna and Artemis. Um, got a print of uh, a storm drawing that she did that was really good. I saw the original storm drawing. Um, in fact, I saw that too. When I was walking away because I didn't have cash on me, I put it. I put the Vash right next to the original of the storm so that I could find it easier. Nice. Because no, the, sure. the the Vash is kind of small. I have the storm is really big, so I thought I'll yeah. be able to find storm easily. She had a, an Animal Crossing character that uh, that was really, really adorable, and I got that as well. Uh, so, yeah, uh, definitely, I would highly recommend you support her. She is, she's fantastic. She had some Sailor Moon stuff. I asked her, I said, uh, are you planning on doing Sailor Mercury? And she says, I'm uh, planning on it. She's my favorite. And I was like, me too. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw the Sailor Moon she had. Yeah, she had the really cool Sailor uh, Moon. The, the painting, the actual painting. There's a Sailor Jupiter in her prints, too. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yep, I did there not. was a Sailor Jupiter. Excellent. Yep. Well, next time she's at somewhere nearby, we'll have to go go by. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I think all three of us separately ended up talking to her and yeah, coming by. So she's very nice. Super nice. Yep. And then the other people they had. Uh, did you spend any time around the Ghostbusters stuff they had there? I'm less of a Ghostbusters fan than you are. I don't dislike Ghostbusters by any means, um, but I'm not like a super fan uh, of that particular movie series. But I thought it was cool. Well, apparently, I'm not a super fan of that movie th- series either. <laughs> yeah, when you when you when you saw what was going on. Yeah, um, but we went back the second day with my daughter so that she could check it out because she's always enjoyed them too. Mm-hmm. There was two groups that were represented there: the uh, Iowa Ghostbusters, and I think they're the ones that are out of Clinton. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the Ghostbuster Rebels. Um, they're two of four Ghostbusters groups out of Iowa that kind of work together, and uh, they have uh, vehicles. Uh, this they had an Ecto one there. Um, yeah, so cool. They had Ecto two on the um, parking lot. I don't know if you saw that. Or oh, not. I didn't. I didn't catch that. It was a brown SUV with uh, all decked out with Ghostbuster stuff, and Neat. had a probe on the back on top. And that's. I think that was actually like their their actual like get around vehicle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, jumpsuits and proton packs and uh, all their money went to Shriners Hospitals. Yep. Uh, so that was cool. And, you know, we took pictures my da- with my daughter uh, sitting in the back of the car, you know, next to the car. They sold patches and stickers and slime. And mm-hmm. uh, we definitely bought some of their stuff. Uh, you know, all for a good cause. Right. One of the patches was really cool. The guy designed it himself. He said it took him... It's the one that took him the longest. It took him like seven hours to do. Mm-hmm. And it, it's an uh, ecto cooler. Nice. So it's just a, just a 2D thing of like, 
it's like 3D because it's, you know, it's isometric angled, but it was cool. It was that very cool. cool. And like I said, all, all the charity go, all the profits go to charity. So you can't, uh, you can't fault that at all. No, no um, not at all. I guess in October, I am following both groups on Facebook. I don't know if you mm-hmm. want to put that in the show notes. Sure. The groups do part of the uh, Halloween parade in Galena. Cool. And they even said if they had, you know, people that have costumes or dress up or whatever, they want to march with them. Sometimes they have the kids come with them. And well, that's cute. They let Gracie wear one of the proton packs. Nice. Uh, there was one that was designed more from the uh, the 2016 Ghostbusters movie mm-hmm. that belonged to one of the wives. Yeah. And it was a little bit lighter weight. And they let, they let Gracie wear it. You have a picture of her wearing the... That's so, awesome. yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. They were good folks. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the con was fun. Yeah, low key con. It's you know, it was more. It, it usually is is put on in kind of like a like a, a more confined, smaller space. Um, but this was stretched across an entire mall, uh, which I kind of liked. I thought it was kind of cool that they did yep. that. And it was more of a vendor fair than a yes a con really. No, for sure. Like, one of the local um, video game stores was there, and they were running some, like, video game tournaments and stuff. But, like, aside from that, it was a lot of a lot of vendors and a lot of uh, people who put um, a lot of work into their stuff uh, trying to sell their wares. And there was, there was some cool stuff. I, I was a big fan of the, the bead art, like the little perler things. Mm-hmm. I uh, might be getting, if, if she has any patterns, like, commission some stuff for my eSports room. It was a good time. I enjoyed uh, and was glad that I went. Yeah, me too. Me too, for sure. I think it's about time, perhaps, for us to get into our review. What do you think? I think we probably should. It's we've talked for fifteen minutes. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's do that. And it, and this is actually about fifteen minutes. Like it's we actually started pretty quickly when we started hitting the record button. This week we are talking about episode twenty-five of Gungrave, the penultimate episode of the Gungrave anime entitled Then. Are you ready, Bill? I am now. All right. So we pick we pick up right where we left off from episode 24 with Harry mourning the death of his wife Sherry and Brandon still staring at all of those photos of from his past that are lined up on Harry's desk in his office. Uh so we kind of cut back and forth between them and a lot of very quick smash cuts throughout this. Just standing there confused like a dog. Pretty. I mean, isn't that basically just Brandon? Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, sorry, not Br- well. Okay, I was gonna say not Brandon, but Grave. But really, when you think about it, honestly, both. Yeah. No, absolutely, it's both of them. <laughs> um, we get, like I said, some of these uh, cuts back and forth, and interspersed, we get some shots of members of Millennium searching through Harry's stuff, and Harry being like. It's it. This is it. They're 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 tearing up my office right now. I don't know how he knows this. I guess he's maybe <laughs> just assuming. Um, maybe he's seeing the images like we are. Uh, he's watching the show. He's watching the show. He's got it. He's he, got it on his. In, in he his read. Head. He read ahead on the script. <laughs> oh, he did. He must have. He must have read ahead on the script. This gotta be what it is. Basically, lamenting like, "Hey, he's on his way out on uh, from the organization that he climbed to the top in," and he says, "Still, I am Millennium." While stroking his dead wife's cheek, who is still just sitting in the passenger seat of the car. He's like, hmm, she's still kind of warm. Oh, no! 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 Bill, no! Bad! Bad! What? Bad, what? Bill! What? No! <laughs> I didn't do it. Harry did. Spray bottle! Spray bottle! <laughs> this is my virtual spray bottle. <laughs> I'm, glad we, I'm glad we do this online now. I'm, yeah! Yeah! 
ever since you could play him, not to use the bleach water. Anyway, um, <laughs> title card. I was like, ah, my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my shirt. <laughs> There's the title of this episode. <laughs> Ow, my shirt. We cut to the aftermath of the things that happened from the last episode. Grave ignores police tape. He's oh, Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> He's just staggering alone. Have you noticed? We've talked about I think we've talked about it. Never mind. Every scene in this episode is just no one on the streets ever, with the exception of our main characters and members of Millennium. Well, with all the gunshots and zombies, I'm not shocked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would stay home, too. You got a good point. I think you got me there. No, that's... That that is fair. Of of course, now we know that's not realistic, and there'd be a whole bunch of old white people out there go. It's my freedom to get shot by a zombie. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> going, to the, going to the grocery store with a gun on their hip, but no mask on. Anyway, um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, so his eyes are filled with determination, but his body is falling apart. Bill, you think his dong's falling off yet? It's... I don't know. I, I feel like once his dong falls off, he'll just, like, lay down in the street and wait to die. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking, yeah. That's what I would do. Well, that's gone. What's no that? reason to live now. What's that belly falls out of his pant leg? It's like, well. Oh, oh God. Is that, is that a turd or my dick? Uh, Either way, might as well lay down and die. Might as well lay down and die as my dog is barking like crazy. Stop it, Zeus. It's your dog for once. I know. It's my dog this time. Grave stops at a shop window, and we have this dramatic moment where he catches his reflection, and then there's a crack on his hand, and the shattering, what sounds like the shattering of glass, but it's really the shattering of his body. Oh no, there's a crack in my ass. (laughs) His hands! His hands! Bad pill! Virtual spray bottle! Um, We cut back to Harry again. Harry's alone, and apparently he just left his wife in the car. He's gone to the lab. And he's like, I'm going to just unleash all of the Orgmen. Why didn't he just necrolize her? That's actually, you know, <laughs> Bill, for being a joke, that's a valid question. He did necrolize basically everyone else that was important in his life. Yeah. I'm kind of, I, and legit, I am kind of curious, like, why that's the case. I guess because then she would be, like, an ugly Orgman. Maybe. <laughs> Or maybe there's something pure and innocent about her and, and, and that he doesn't want to sully. I think he just wind up with a regular org man. Because she's already dead, so he wouldn't superiorize her. That's true. So he just end up with an ugly org man that wanted to bang him. Just just, just <laughs> Sherry with those ugly moogle wings on the back? Yeah. Yep. No hair. Nine no feet hair. tall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Good call. Did not do that then. Good call. He decided he's going to unleash the Orgman and says, That's right! I take whatever I want, and whatever I take, I can choose to give back. I'm not sure what that means. That means nothing. That means he's gone nuts. Okay, just making sure, because it didn't make any sense to me either. He uses the bill method of unleashing the Orgman. I bought an orphan once, an orphanage once. (laughs) No, but he uses your method. Because, like, instead of just, like, pressing the button to unleash the Orgman, he takes an axe. <laughs> and he's like, here's Johnny, and, like, hits the panel. Anything worth doing is worth overdoing. 
I guess. And he just lets out this evil cackle as all the, the, the tubes light up with Orgman in them. He's lost it, Bill. Where, where did he get the axe from? That's what I want to know. It might, maybe just this emergency axe, like <laughs> evacuation, maybe. It's a big red axe. Yeah, I don't know. It's a fire axe. Okay, fair it's enough. Fire. I think it's a fire axe. It doesn't look like a battle axe or anything. But I've never actually seen a fire axe in real life, I'm like in a glass. That's because they take them out when they know you're coming, Bill. <laughs> That that makes sense. That checks out. <laughs> so we cut to the old guard, members of Millennium again. Somehow they've gotten their hands on anti-Orgman bullets, which, quote, quote, this is how they work according to the guy who's shilling them, says, they will scramble the Orgman's programming into useless binary fragments. Okay. Again, <laughs> what? That's not really germane to this, I don't think. Not the anti-spiral. No. Well, it's not superhuman samurai cyber squad where they're fighting computer viruses. I. <laughs> they're not putties either. That has nothing to do with it. I just wanted to say the word putties. Yeah. Well, you don't know. Maybe if you punched them in the Z on their chest, they'd explode. Maybe. Maybe. That's, that's why they're wearing suits. Yes. <laughs> this all makes sense. <laughs> the old man Bisco, who we remember being the the one dude who was like kind of an executive but like now is the one leading all the old guard yeah i remember i remember bisquick it's, it's bisco <laughs> not biscuit not bisquick is his first name nab <sighs> fuck you uh, <laughs> he doesn't want the technical jargon jargon of like what it actually does he just wants to know if it'll kill orgman he's all like i don't want to play fancy video games on it and I don't care about microprocessors. Can I read my emails? <laughs> I gotta send pictures of my grandbabies. I got, I got, I got <laughs> attachments. Can you get solitaire working for me? I need to. I've told you the story, but my grandma, who stayed up one night because she thought she was, because she, like her old Windows 98 computer, and uh -huh. she was playing solitaire, and she didn't go to bed that night because she was worried. She didn't want to close the, the app. Because she had such a high score. And then I had to tell her, Grandma, that's a negative number. <laughs> <laughs> no. You no, I didn't. You, you have negative money right now in this version of Solitaire. You're not doing well. And she was very upset and went to bed. <laughs> no, you did not tell me that. It's a great story. Oh. I love that story. <laughs> I just remember waking up and like, did you go to bed? She's like, no, I got to keep playing Solitaire. And I'm like, you have a problem. <laughs> Oh, God. So it turns out, Bill, that they have cranked out, like, over 600 of these rounds. And, uh... <laughs> stop it. I... For, 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 praising. Praising? Praising. Praising. Um, good thing, because there's an army of Horgmen about to be unleashed. Did they chafe? <laughs> Fucking hell. So we get some organ music, music, organ music, <laughs> swelling up as Harry prepares to hold a one-person funeral for his wife. To which, like the the priest is like, "Just, just you, just, just you." And he's like, "Yeah." And the priest is like, "Oh, one-person funeral sounds like a euphemism too." That <laughs> does sound like euphemism. Giggity goo. While he says his goodbye to Sherry, we get um, uh, flashes to images of the orc men that he just unleashed, just being completely obliterated and mowed down by regular-ass <laughs> members of Millennium. So it's like, 
completely the opposite of that scene in The Godfather. So instead yes. of a, instead of a baptism, it's a funeral. And instead of the plan going off, it's it's all the guys getting shot. 120%. This is an anti-Godfather. Which, you know, I mean, this is a mob story at its heart. Yeah. But it's just like, like, fuck it, let's do that most famous scene in reverse. Yeah. It's not a bad scene overall. It's, I actually it's really not. like it. It's not. I'm just it, an asshole. <laughs> no, it's, it, 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 but no, I actually, I really like that astute, like, like kind of connecting it to the Godfather there. Um, I do like, you know, they, they, they have this one scene where they have these white flowers that are all kind of coated in blood. And I love that visual. There's just something about that. And like the scene of like, you know, they're laying Sherry to rest. And then like, but also like, he's called bloody Harry, but like, right. it, I just, I just, the whole thing just worked for me visually. Right. No, it was a beautiful scene, certainly. Yeah. Also, we get okay. This is this is not as beautiful, and I just thought it was weird. Just this weird bit of animation. The priest does the sign of the cross or whatever, mm-hmm. and then his fingers just kind of like slowly go down toward his dick, and I'm like, "What <laughs> is happening?" I missed that. It, I was like, I was not prepared for that. I was not prepared for it. Yeah. I'm like, why is his like you just do the da, da, but then his hand just kind of kept creeping down, and I'm like, is he about to? F- yeah. Have sex with this corpse, like Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Who's the one that winks the most? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh god! Hey, remember Mika? Uh, yeah. So she's not out of the story yet. She's just still wandering around looking for grave, and she shows up at Millennium, uh, the headquarters. And good, some, good plan. Yeah, some 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 dudes from Millennium just wander out, and they're like, "Holy shit, it's that girl!" And they're about to shoot her. When Bisco shows up and he's like, nah, nah, nah. It was Harry that put the hit on her. She's free. Well, that's nice, at least. <laughs> it is. Except Mika rightfully is like, no. And she gives this, like, impassioned speech saying, like, being free means nothing when everyone you care about is gone. I lost my my dad, my mom. I lost my uncles Gary and Widge. I lost Los Dos Tapiocas or Tokiocas. <laughs> um, they're all gone. <laughs> And Bisquick's like, tough shit. Well, so to, <laughs> Can't no, to do anything be, about it. To be fair, Bisquick was you know, Bisco <laughs> It wasn't Bisco, it was this other douchebag with this like really obnoxious Tyson kid haircut. Like yeah. you just see his bald with like a little little thing in the front. Yeah. It was just like tough titties, shit happens. <laughs> and Bisco's like, no, no, no. Let me help you in any way. Like, just tell me what you need. And she's like, Okay, I need to find Grave. I need to find the only family I have left. A house, money, food, a position <laughs> with a, a job. No, I, I, I need I need to find the corpse. I need to find my dead crush. Yeah. My <laughs> my zombie crush. Could have been daddy, now zombie crush. Yes. Could could have been daddy, now zombie crush. That's my favorite. Five Dinger, Five Dinger, Five Finger Death Punch song. <laughs> five Dinger. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's all. That's, that's worse than Five Flavor Fruit Punch. That's. <laughs> I really want Fruit Punch. Now. Um. <laughs> so Harry is just driving around, kind of thinking he's hot shit. Like he's just like monologuing to himself, like, "Yeah, my orgmen are probably destroying everyone right now." Life is gonna be fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my revenge and oh, time to find some hookers. <laughs> right as he oh, right as he does that, 
a Venus de Orgman wanders by and just gets like obliterated and a dude with a giant gun walks up in front of the car, turns, looks directly at Harry and goes, that's Harry McDowell. <laughs> to which Harry runs his ass over. <laughs> He's just like, Hump! dude goes rolling over the top of the car. <laughs> we get a chase scene, which is kind of the most underwhelming and slowest car chase scenes ever. Like, he's just kind of strolling along, and here comes another car from Millennium strolling along after him. Is it slower and more underwhelming than the OJ chase scene? Uh, I think it's a little more high high stakes than that. It's a <laughs> so little not, more high stakes. So not the worst ever. No, not the worst, not the worst ever. <laughs> Taking me back to 1996. Yeah. Uh, just watching it be like, do a flip! <laughs> <laughs> Remember when WWE... Use the O.J. Simpson footage for some odd reason when they had the Goldust Roddy Piper match and they like peeled out and they left and they like were like we've got some we've got some footage of uh of of Roddy Piper he's on the highway and there's cops I'm like why are they using the O.J. Simpson footage and just pretending like for some reason it's Roddy Piper it makes no sense wrestling is wild y'all <laughs> wrestling is fucking wild it anywho we get speaking of fucking wild. Harry's driving along, and we get this shot of, like, this, like, rundown neighborhood, and we get, like, two and a half seconds of a donkey just, like, in a parking lot. <laughs> like, what the fuck is up with that? Like, yo. <laughs> Whose donkey is this? Uh, it's Graves. <laughs> I, I, I was waiting. Know. I paused for a joke. But anyway. I, nope, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> That's fair. Um, there's also I, I don't have both feet and thought I'd fight my way out. You know what? Sometimes they don't work, and that's okay. <laughs> and admitting that it doesn't always work is okay. Uh, there's also, like, a one-eared cat, which I think is Boonji's cat. I think that's partner? I think that's partner. I don't remember. I, I was too lazy to look it up. Um, but that there's a cat wandering around. Uh, and actually, the cat causes Harry to crash his car into a wall. Because Harry, like, veers away. Which is a weird thing for Harry to do. Yes. So we cut then to Brandon, who's wandering around, whispering, like, Harry's not Harry. Harry McDowell. And then, like, we hear Harry in the car, and he's like, Brandon Heat. And it's just, this goes on for, like, 30 to 45 seconds. An uncomfortably long amount of time. <laughs> yeah, it's just way a little too much. And then we get our break card. It's your boy, Andy. Welcome to The Break Card, where we are reviewing the penultimate episode of Gungrave. We are near the finish line here. Very excited. We're going to try to record two more episodes discussing Gungrave. One discussing the finale, episode 26, as well as a wrap-up episode where we talk about the series overall and discuss all kinds of fun things, maybe some trivia or some other game we usually do on the final episode of a season. And more importantly, the big reveal of what we're going to do for Season 7. It'll be my pick, and it's going to be great. Whatever I decide it is, it's going to be great. I promise. I want to say once again thank you to the Weekly Weeb Podcast for hosting me over there. I had a great time talking anime, talking shop, talking about... All kinds of things like I discussed at the beginning of the episode. Definitely go check that out. It's in the show notes. And definitely go check out QuadCon, which is also in the show notes. That's all in the show notes. We really appreciate these individuals and the work that they do. And 
hopefully we can just uh, show a little love by sending you folks to check them out. I feel like I'm rambling today. Let's try to tighten this up. Head to patreon.com slash tuning Japanese where you can support us. I know that money might be tight for some people, but it is a great way to help support and make sure that we have the money to pay for hosting and to pay for uh, new equipment and all kinds of stuff. So again, patreon.com slash tuning Japanese. We just released a bonus episode. Bill and I talked about Masters of the Universe Revelation and had a just a, a great time discussing that. And I know there was a little bit of controversy about that show with some people who were not exactly happy with it. Spoiler, Bill and I very much enjoyed it. We talk about some of the things that we liked about that in almost a half an hour episode. It is for patrons only. $3 a month gets you access to that and 40-some other bonus episodes, including some of my favorite episodes I've done have been some of those Patreon episodes. So you can go check that out one last time. Patreon.com slash Japanese. Follow us on social media. We post a lot of cool stuff on our Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Japanese at TuningJapanese on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, uh, come come watch my streams. I haven't streamed in a little bit because I've been kind of busy getting ready for school again. But uh, twitch.tv slash LemonDirtBoy if you want to hang out with me and uh, watch me play video games badly. All right, I feel like this was the most rambly break card I've done in a while. So I'm just going to get us right back into this review. Let's finish up episode 25 of Gungrave. We're back for the break card. And this is where the episode gets really good. Yes. Remember when we used to like really like this show? Barely. It was a long okay. time. It feels like a lifetime ago. So that's only because we have not been recording regularly. The the show used to be really good when it was like a mob story. Right. And when we had the characters when they were younger. Well, guess what? We get a flashback, motherfucker, of Harry and Brandon in their younger days wandering down an, another empty street, apparently. Uh, and Harry is complaining about losing money in a, in like some gambling. Uh, mentions Nathan by by name a couple of times, uh, and Brandon is just grinning like the Cheshire Cat as they're strolling along, best buds before all this craziness took place. It's pre episode two. You know and that makes a lot of sense. I like uh, I like the idea that they call back to when they gave a shit about each other and we gave a shit about them. And not only is that is it that, but in this scene, they're wandering along and they a woman is being harassed by three thugs. And Brandon wants to intervene, but Harry says, you know, hey, people need to deal with their own problems. They have to be self-sufficient. That's life. And again, I love that even back then we saw, we knew that that duality existed in the personalities. And they're just highlighting it again because we've seen so little of like them as human beings and instead them as like a mob boss and this monster. Right. So I like so that. so Harry was right wing even back in the day <laughs> even back in the day and Brandon's like fuck that for the people we're helping uh, and that's exactly what he does he uh, he doesn't listen he wipes the floor with these three goons in what I think is just some hilarious animations and sound effects like Brandon's like punching from his waist randomly <laughs> and like there's just like these weird thud sound effects and I love also that Harry again who never sullies his hands, is literally leaning against a wall, smoking a cigarette, and just has this, like, hilarious look on his face as he's watching Brandon just beat the shit out of these dudes. In, in fairness, that's probably the best thing you could do is stay out of the way. No, for sure. Um, hey, 
surprise, shock, the woman is Maria. Bum, bum, bum. And it's the first time that Brandon and Maria have ever met. Apparently, Brandon <laughs> saved Maria from these thugs, and that's how they met. Aw. And that's how he met your mother. And that's... <laughs> Shh. I'm rewatching it right now. I'm only on that's, season two. That's how he met. That's how he met Mika's mother. Yes, that's how. That is how. <laughs> I'd make further jokes if you had to finish the series, but I, I, I won't. To, I haven't <laughs> been working out as much recently, but I think after this, I'm going to go work out. So I'm going to go watch at least like two or three episodes. Fair enough. Harry notices the palpable sexual tension <laughs> between the two. He's like, "Hey, you got a boner." <laughs> <laughs> he just like immediately tells um, the rest of the gang the next day that like, "Hey." Brandon's got a crush on this girl. It looked like a forearm. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing the old crew back together. We didn't get enough of them. So like seeing Jolis and Nathan and Kenny again. Um, and I think, I think Nathan's voice actor is different here, but like, aside from that, like just seeing them all together kind of, again, just reminds me like why I like this anime. Yeah. It, well, I think, like I said, this is a nice, a nice, way to refresh all your emotions for the gut punch that's coming. Oh, yeah. And it is. It is on its way. It is eminent. Harry believes if Brandon can just steal up enough courage and ask her out, she totally would go out with him, right? Because she's got the hots for him. (laughs) Sploosh. (laughs) And my favorite part of the whole episode is Kenny wigging out, and he does this sort of like arm like 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 hold cactar up his cactar dance yeah like he does this like kind of like a cactar <laughs> dance but then he like he like slides sideways across the panel like on like on the uh the the bar top like, and, like, like just, a cactar like, he like a cactar <laughs> and just like sidles on up slides on up like to um brandon and it's just like hey 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 ask this girl out ask her out mm-hmm. you need to fuck this girl get get with this girl <laughs> Um, and I also love that Jolis is like, could could you not get your shoes on the counter, please? Uh, we we have customers, maybe, although I've never seen a single customer in this establishment. <laughs> At this point, Maria shows up, and she offers Brandon her pie. <laughs> a baked pie, you dirty bastard. You know what? They knew what they were doing. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I do love her line. She says, I'm sure there's enough for everyone. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, Mar- Maria's a little kinky. Maria is a little kinky. Uh, she there's a, there's a there's at least enough for some old man we'll meet later. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Uh, she uh, she gives the pie to Brandon. <laughs> he accepts the generous gift, and Harry then because remember I don't know if you remember from a really early episode Harry was really into like kind of like tarot and reading cards. You know that I totally forgot all about that. So like he he has a deck of cards and he he's like he pulls a random card and it's the Queen of Hearts. And he's like, wouldn't you know? And then like everyone's like, yeah, yeah. and they freak <laughs> out. <laughs> and Maria just looks confused. Yeah, that sounds right. This 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 tracks all of this tracks. That is the kind of thing a group of friends would do. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. We get a lovely scene of the two on a stroll, Maria and Brandon, while the rest of the guys follow behind. <laughs> sneaking after them, waiting for something steamy to happen on the city streets. That's also a group of guy friends thing to do. There, There is a scene <laughs> where they literally dive behind a parked car with a man who's inside the car, who they don't notice, but he looks very concerned and scared. Well, 
Oh no, youths. <laughs> oh no, there's youths here. Um, I love that the whole time they're just like, why hasn't he made a move? Why, why don't they kiss? They should be making out right here on the street. <laughs> to which Harry is like, chill. Brandon is just Brandon. He has his own style. He, when he's ready, he'll make his own move. Um, which is totally not true, but you know. Yeah. Well, I guess Harry has not seen it yet, but that's true. <laughs> he'll he'll stand there like a, I love to when uh it's Brandon and Maria walking and Maria's like trying to make small talk and all Brandon says is yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah. it's always been this way." <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. We get some guitar music over then a bunch of kind of quiet scenes of uh I think some early robberies and jobs they're kind of pulling off. Yeah. It culminates with Harry and Brandon sharing a hot dog on a beach. <laughs> it's very romantic. You ever shared a hot dog on a beach? Uh, once. <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to go into the details. <laughs> so after wolfing down some wieners. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anywho. You know what? I'm not going to ask you that one. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> uh, Harry asks Brandon... Why he doesn't just get a real job. He says, you know, Maria's uncle doesn't really like what you're doing. Why don't you just settle down? Like, this could be something really serious. And Harry says, that's not really life for me, settling down with a woman. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna be, you know, causing trouble and, and, and being with a different woman at night. Which, again, is interesting given the fact that, like, here he is, just lost his wife, had settled down. Yeah, I mean, I guess he could have still been with a different woman every night, but it's true. We don't we don't necessarily know for sure. That's true. I suppose though he probably wasn't. I think there. I think some of the intent was he he did love Sherry and was devoted to her. Yeah, I think so. Harry says, "Yeah, that's that's not the life for me for settling down." But Brandon says, "Yeah, that's okay. I don't need to settle down. I I am okay with the way things are right now." Uh, and Harry says. I guess Maria's in for a hell of a ride then. <laughs> non even the even the sexual joke aside, <laughs> even the sexual joke aside, it is uh it is a uh, pretty foreboding sort of statement because we know what happens to Maria. That that true true. We get one more shot of the bar, and uh, a moment kind of focusing on each character, sort of laughing and enjoying life together, uh, talking about. I think some, I can't really get the gist of fully what's going on, but like apparently someone tried to threaten them and they were making fun of this guy who was trying to threaten someone. There's typical guy talk and there's yeah. laughing and, and kind of reminiscing. And it's it's a really sweet scene, again, just of all of them just enjoying each other's company. Uh, Harry ends up kind of taking off early. He heads into the restroom to just chill by himself for a little bit, smoke a cigarette, stare at the the, the moon, listen to the sound of kids running around in an alley out back. Um, he goes and washes his hands, looks in the mirror, smiles, and then suddenly the face looking back at him is the old face, the old Harry. That was well done, I think. I like that transition. I really, yeah. I really like that, too. I like, he's like kind of like pawing at his face, like, what the fuck is going on? I was just with these guys. He goes back into the bar, bewildered, uh, goes outside to see the crew is running off on a mission, so he looks basically at his old self talking to Kenny. I I love this whole thing. I love this. This whole scene is great. Yeah, this this they they hit definitely came back to a high point in the series here. Yeah, we get a scene of Brandon and Harry running down an alleyway. They actually run by Harry's wrecked car, 
right as Harry wakes up and realizes this was some sort of coma-induced nightmare or dream or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, this Wayne's World-esque yep. <laughs> sort of scene. Uh, when he looks out of his window, he sees a young Brandon looking at him. He blinks, and then it's not a young Brandon. It's actually Grave. Right, row. And th- if you if you pause when they do the close up of Graves' face, it is really well drawn. Like he has this just look of absolute hatred. His eye just looks like just really menacing. His face is cracked up. It's a cool, really really well drawn visual. I love it. I mean, if you're gonna put somebody into a time a moment, that's a that's definitely the moment to put the time and money into. Oh, abs hundred percent, absolutely. Also. What's really cool is we get a close-up of part of Harry's face. We don't even see all of his face. We see part of it. And you just see that his face goes from confusion to fear to sadness to anger, then to just resoluteness. And it's all done with, like, not even a full face, like, like view. And, like, the way that they can emote, like, five different emotions or so, like, in a short span is just... Uh, kudos to the animators in that scene. It's super cool. He goes through all the stages of grief and like, yeah, he really does. He honestly really does in that short amount of time. It's super cool. I love the end of this episode. It's so good. Uh, he gets out of the car. He emerges. He's moving in slow motion. Uh, and then the two friends face off in the alleyway and grave pulls his gun. And after what seems like an agonizing wait, he shoots but it's just a click. There's no bullets in the gun. And they both let out a laugh. <laughs> I hear the old Harry saying, let's go, Brandon, as things sort of fade to white. And that's the end of the episode. It's kind of a grim moment to laugh. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. I Brandon's like, gotcha, fucker. Yeah. Super grim. Uh, that's the end of episode 25, then. The quick recap or discussion of, of the thoughts on the episode overall. I really like this episode. Uh, there have been some lower moments in the anime leading cough, up cough, to this. Cough, cough, Bobcopter, cough, cough. Bobcopter, for sure, is the lowest part of the whole anime. My, this this does bring it back up. This brings it back up. It It really does what it should do in the penultimate episode. It harkens back to the relationship between Harry and Brandon. The lowest point is first episode just played again. Mm-hmm. That's probably the lowest. Okay, point. that no, that's fair. I agree. Okay, yes, that's the lowest point where they just redid the first episode for sure. Yeah, but in this episode, everything is paced well. The emotions are on point. The art direction and choices of sort of like music mixed with scenery, mixed with like going back in time in this flashback mixed with, like, the inner cuts of, like, back and forth between, like, like this realization of, like, that past no longer exists, this is the reality, all the way to the very end of them facing off is just, it's just masterful. I think I think this episode is just really, really good. Yeah, they're taking their time to make this episode matter. Mm-hmm. I just kind of wish they had done that throughout the series. I agree. But, I agree. but yeah, this is definitely, it's, it's up on the upswing for sure. I would totally agree. Um, any other thoughts on the episode? Uh, no, that's, that's pretty much my thoughts too. We will be back next time with our final review of Gungrave. 
which is going to be entitled Dusk of the Destroyers. Hopefully we can get Josh in for that so we can do our uh, just final episode review recap. Um, I think we might do a separate episode where we go back at the retrospective on the whole season. We've done that in the past where we'll talk about our favorite episodes, maybe least favorite episodes. We'll do a, a rundown of tops of those. Um, we'll talk about some of the things that worked overall thematically for the series um, and uh, what didn't work. And uh, we'll have the big reveal of what we're going to be doing for season seven as well. You don't know yet, do you? I have <laughs> no fucking clue what we're doing yet for season seven. I was asked that on the episode of uh, uh, of, of uh, Weekly Weebs. They asked, they said, like, like, so do you guys, like, plan out ahead, like, what you're going to do since you do, like, such a longer, like span of like discussing the episodes instead of like just one anime series at a time and i said i can't tell you because i don't know yet <laughs> i've got ideas i fans i've got ideas whatever i choose i promise it'll be good i have my next two animes picked out and then from there i don't know what i'm gonna do that's fair like, anyway <laughs> just in in the show right we'll send it we'll end the show that's or fine. i'll we'll retire i don't know because i bill will retire he won't watch any more anime <laughs> it's fine I will be out of ideas. That's fair. Um, I think that about does it for this week's episode. Bill, take us out. This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where an indeterminate amount of guys in their 30s talk about anime. <laughs> and I take what I want, but not in a creepy way. I'm Bill. This Budinsky is your knight in shining armor. Wink. <laughs> I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. Hey! That's my life! Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on YouTube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to Patreon.com slash Tuning Japanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. has a crush on her are you sure harry yeah absolutely no doubt about it it was love at first sight you're in love come on fess up pal harry's an expert on women and love and all that stuff might as well admit it (laughs) tell me just who is she what's she like her name is maria she's beautiful and graceful kind of slim My age or older. You You don't don't say. say. How do you think she feels, Harry? My gut feeling is, if he's nice to her, if he doesn't give up, yeah, I think she'll go out with him. She She will! (laughs) Ask her out! You hear me? Didn't you hear what Harry said? You got a chance with this girl. She likes you. She'll go out on a date with you. All you gotta do is ask. Excuse me. Um, sorry to interrupt. 
Please forgive me. I, uh, well, this is for you, Brandon. <gasps> I baked you a pie to thank you for your help that night. If you'd like, I'm sure there's enough for everyone. <laughs> 